You know, having sensitive skin makes finding skincare products so difficult. It is. But today's sponsor, OneSkin, makes it easy. Their topical supplements are formulated with soothing ingredients and natural antioxidants. And they're gentle enough to use every day, even if you have sensitive skin. And it was founded by an all-female team of scientists. OneSkin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without all the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products. In a third-party 12-week clinical study performed by third-party research organization OS01 Face was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier, improve skin health markers, and diminish visible signs of aging. Like wrinkles were diminished in 87% of users. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company by focusing on the cellular aspects of aging one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer get started today with 15 percent off using code tco at oneskin.co that's 15 percent off oneskin.co with code tco after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support the show and tell them we sent you it's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Clip in, set yourself free. Come on and take a ride with me. You know what you need to know. What's it all about? Everything you need. It's on the clip out. Welcome to the clip out, episode 42. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. What a week. Freshly back from LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I look tan? No, look, you don't go outside. Who are I, you trying to kid? Do I look trendy? No. I'm very, I'm a hipster now. I have a handlebar <laughs> mustache. And uh, I only eat uh, vegan chicken tenders. <laughs> and what else do they do in LA? Uh, they drive electric cars. I drive an electric car. <laughs> I do all that uh, All that left coast stuff Left coast stuff I'm transgendered now I'm trans We didn't agree to this I'm transgendered for chicken tenders Oh, okay All right I'm eating chicken tenders that think they're beef Oh, okay Is that a thing? I don't think I don't even know what I'm saying anymore That's not even gender That's trans species Is this horribly offensive? I don't even know what I'm saying I think you crossed over into offensive (laughs) I think I might have committed a hate crime I mean, probably (laughs) Whoops Oops Sorry So uh, that's what LA does to people Yeah, you you just get to talk and you don't even think Yeah That's not true You watch the news in LA and it's crazy that is true Every news story is like Body found in dumpster And then, it, then the next one is like You know It's it's all stuff like that Body found in trunk of car We have no room to talk We live and in St. It, Louis Then it's like <laughs> Then it's like uh, You know Body found in alleyway and and then it's uh <laughs> and then we'll visit the set of the Goldbergs because <laughs> that's local news for them, right? So it's like everything, it's all that horrible stuff, and then it's like, and we visit the set of this new wacky sitcom. <laughs> like this is odd. Every conversation you have while you're in LA via text from your friends that live in LA, <laughs> it goes like this: Hey, I saw you're on. I saw on Facebook you're in LA. We should hang out. Where are you staying? And then you tell them where you're staying, and then they're like, Ooh. That's like three miles from my house I don't want to deal with the traffic (laughs) Yeah well I My understanding 
because I had a similar conversation yeah. on your behalf through one of our listeners. Yeah. And uh, they were like, next time west of the 405. Just think west of the 405. And I was like, well, he didn't have any choice of where a, to stay. It was for a conference. <laughs> yeah. So like, I didn't really have and any control. He had control. to go where the convention was. And, and, I, and I had no lie. I had three Facebook conversations that all... Took place just like that From people I know That now live in LA They're like Oh my god I saw you in LA We should hang out Oh no I'm not driving to there I'm like I'm in downtown LA Like that's I didn't stay Somewhere weird Like it's Yeah I, I mean traffic's a real thing there It is I mean we We have visited there A couple times And you remember The traffic was pretty terrible I do recall We we did always manage To avoid the major highways At major peak times though Yeah Because uh, we used We used Uber So it wasn't our concern and They're all using Waze That's the truth It's not Google Maps out there It's Waze Yeah That's but it's still Google Maps It's owned by Google So it's yeah. the same thing You can put your little hipster PBR sheen <laughs> on it All you want But you're still using Google Just because it's on your iPhone That makes you feel better about yourself It's still Google So suck it By the way Tom's a big Android fan I'm an Android guy Sorry <laughs> Some people will be very excited to hear that Some people will be like Oh man I love teasing my boss about oh, that yeah. Because he loves iPhones And he went out and got a new iPhone 10 And he's so excited about it <laughs> And I love being like Hey I heard those aren't selling so well. Yeah, <laughs> they okay. they decreased production on those. Oh, that is a nice feature. My my uh, my Android phone two years ago did could that. do that. Yeah, yeah. that's some, I had an Android <laughs> phone that did that while I was wearing acid wash jeans. <laughs> I'm how. sorry to all the Apple users. You guys are all like <laughs> wanting to punch us in the face right now. Uh, it's all said in love because yes. because honestly, I could care less. I, I really <laughs> I, I do prefer my phone, my Android phone, but I don't like have a hatred. I, for I Apple. just like the tease. People yeah. are. They're probably out there like Oh could you talk about politics instead Because you're pissing me off I'll just I'll, We will just close our Our Android versus Apple conversation on this Okay Peloton riders How's, how's your tablet treating you Oh Thing I'm just saying Yeah but you know I mean then Then people start getting into Yeah you can't get to Peloton On an Android <laughs> Yeah but yeah that's true But the screen is I don't yeah, know I know I know yeah. It's very confusing Yeah No mom dad Don't fight in front of the kids <laughs> So episode 42 Yes The most important episode 42 It's the meaning of life The universe and everything Yeah For the nerds out there For the non-nerds You have no idea What I'm talking about But the nerds out there Are like I know exactly What you're talking about That's true So uh, shameless plugs Don't forget We're available on iTunes You can go there Rate, review, subscribe What is the big old grin for? I missed you I'm glad to be doing this Oh Aww. Okay Hi Hi Continue uh, on Yeah So uh, So yeah You should go there And rate and review us And subscribe while you're there And we will show up Like magic every week I used to say On the other podcast In your magic music Rectangle box But But uh <laughs> But it's it's you don't have those anymore. It's all on your it phone. Sounds weird. Well, that's why I say it. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know if you notice. I'm a little yeah, weird. I have. We have a review. I would love to hear it. I don't even know how to say their screen name, so I'm Just not even going to try. C T N E Y E J O. I don't know. I don't know. It might be like their Connecticut last... and Joe. I don't Connecticut know. Connecticut and Joe. I don't know. I'm not even going to try. Okay. I've had. We've already had one hate crime on this episode. <laughs> we don't need to add. We need to add to the. 
Okay, okay, that's fair. So what, what did they have to say? They said, listening to the clip out helped me decide that Peloton was the bike for me. Oh, we sold the bike. We sold the bike. Referral. Man, where's our referral, Coon? <laughs> yeah, you'll just go and spend $300 because you have $100. <laughs> yeah, um, it's saving you money. So stop sending us the referral codes. No, no, do not listen to Tom. <laughs> Don't listen to Tom. You send all the referral codes you want. <laughs> I am, uh, I'm now a new home rider that is enjoying the bike as well as listening Yay! to the weekly entertainment. Of the clip out Crystal and Tom are entertaining together As well as provide interesting Peloton news And a new interview each week With someone from the Peloton community Crystal and Tom are the best podcast duo out there <laughs> I look forward for the podcast to drop each week Thanks So wow. thank you for the nice words That was, wow, that was a really, really kind Yes, it was I mean, and also really high praise Because there are a lot of great podcasts out there So I Real spoilers <laughs> That's a great one Well, she said du- She or he said okay. duo Yeah You know, and I mean you guys are more of a quintuplet kind of thing going on. <laughs> Quadruplet. I don't know what you guys are. I don't, we don't know what we are either. So, uh, <laughs> um, but thank you very much. Thank you very for much. For the kind words. So, um, I guess we should get to Peloton News because that's what she, he or she listens for. So, uh, what uh, what do you have in store for them this week? So, this week we are going to talk about the Olympics there's so much fun stuff going we on. we just do those two years ago? <laughs> yeah, it's time again. Oh, man. And uh, there's a fun new feature on anybody that has on your, your Google Home or Amazon Alexa. We're going to talk about that. Okay. We're going to talk about new features that were released on the bike. And, and of course, our amazing interview with Dottie Luparello. And the reason I laughed is because I wanted to say, damn, Dottie. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did. I know. You but did say <laughs> I was I was explaining why I laughed because I didn't want oh, anyone to think that I was laughing at Dottie. Ha ha. Take that, Dottie. We're going to interview you. <laughs> That'll learn you. <laughs> well, let's dig in, shall we? Yes. It's time for news of the Paladin. Okay, Google, play the clip out podcast. Sure. Playing the latest episode of the clip out 41. The clip out's first in-store appearance plus an interview with Ben Shermer. That's right. You can get the clip out on Google Home just by talking to it. Let me get my phone to stop. Stop, phone. (laughs) Okay, Google, stop. My phone went crazy. (laughs) I know. I don't know. You can get it. So here's the thing. You can get it to play. You can't get it to stop. (laughs) Take that. There we go. You will listen to all of our episodes (laughs) and you will like it. (laughs) So you can now get the clip out via Google Home and Alexa, and you could probably also get it through uh, the Apple Home thing that they have. Yeah, the like new the, HomePod. Oh, do they really have one now? Yeah, they really do. Oh, okay, I was trying to make fun of them. Son of a bitch! <laughs> they just came out with it like last week, oh, or okay. maybe two weeks ago. I didn't think it was. It's, it's new. I didn't think it was out yet. Yeah, it it's, just happened. Well, it's new to them. <laughs> Zing! Shots fired. Take that. So, uh, such an Apple hater. But we'd love to be featured on iTunes. If you're listening. <laughs> We're not above it. I'll take all this back. I'll walk it all back. So, so uh, yeah. So they they introduced some new uh, back end fanciness. Uh, I'm sure people like Mike Kyle and John Mills know exactly how to explain it. All knew. we know is they added some code to it, and now you can tell it to play our podcast. That's yeah. really all we know. You could even give it a specific episode number. Yeah, you, you could you could say, um, "Okay, Google, play episode 32 of the Clip Out podcast," and it will go straight to episode 32. Right. There's a handful of diehard listeners out there, and thank you. Um, but uh, don't get any 
ideas. You can't be like, okay, Google, play episode 95. Like, you can't work ahead. Like, those no, don't exist yet. So, we're not there. Uh, Google doesn't control the future <laughs> yet. <laughs> So <laughs> that um, we know of, that, yeah, that we know of. But uh, they're, they're now a division of DARPA. So, uh, so anyway, I, I just thought that was a really cool thing. So I know a lot of people got Google Homes for Christmas. They got Alexa's for Christmas, and so now you can just tell it to play the podcast, and it'll do that. So yep. I thought that was pretty spiffy. I agree. I'm super excited about it. And the kids thought it was pretty cool, and they could play the podcast. Yeah. from the living room, they were very excited. Yeah. <laughs> Oddly, so I know. Like you've I never mean, listened before Because they don't listen to it They yeah. just love that they can Yeah <laughs> Options Yeah go figure <laughs> What are they like Generation Z, Z? I don't, I don't even, even know I don't even know what we're on We're running out of letters Yeah So you might have heard That the Olympics Started this week Are you speaking of Hanna-Barbera's Laugh Olympics Starring no. Yogi Bear Mm-mm. And Captain Caveman No And Muttley And Snidely Whiplash No And I don't know who any of those people are What? Huckleberry Hound? Okay, I do know who a couple of those And they're not people But those characters I know who a couple of them are But you got into some more obscure things That I have no idea That's how I roll I know So, no, it's not that It's the Winter Olympics Where people actually compete in sports Winter sports Like mm. skiing Okay So you've never heard of that Go on <laughs> It's a pretty big deal You say so And this year Doesn't sound like a Laugh Olympics <laughs> No it's it's not But this year the Olympics Are taking place In South Korea You know what's There's a lot of things That are cool about this One There's a new Olympic Wardrobe That just hit the boutique Oh Yeah Delightful Peloton Okay I think these are already sold out But I have to share You know when someone joins a religion They only tithe Like it's capped at 10% You know here's the thing (laughs) They're amazing leggings They are ombre stars And they have the Peloton logo It's beautiful And I got a pair I'm so excited Well I mean Catholic Church won't give you Pope leggings (laughs) Tell you that And they're Therese brand Which I know a lot of people really love And if you show up wearing like a version of his little hat They frown on that (laughs) You might You might get in school detention So anyway You guys will love them If you were one of the lucky enough ones to buy them I understand that they are out of all sizes except for extra large But there's plenty of other stuff to go around There were cute tank tops There were cute bras There were also cute, There was a cute t-shirt So And they had stuff for the boys too I just I know you don't want any Tom So I didn't even really I just kind of scroll right on past I that I don't think I deserve to wear a Peloton logo I, I have to agree with you <laughs> <laughs> I haven't earned Someday. it I haven't earned it so. Someday So we have that And then There's more Olympic news tied to Peloton, and that is they came out with an entire new campaign, a new commercial wrapped up in the Olympics. It's not about the Olympics, but they're they're broadcasting it in the Olympics. And man, the mixed reviews on this commercial, it is apparently incredibly what's the word, divisive? Yeah, why don't I saw the commercial. I thought it was I I thought it was was great, but apparently people are like, You missed the mark because I don't feel like that's me. So I mean, I guess if you identify with the commercial You love it I, right. And I identified with it As a parent As somebody who like Works really hard To find the time right. For myself I, I, I definitely felt it But there were people That felt like Peloton wasn't diverse enough They felt like Okay that's That's white suburbia mom Where's in a nice house Where's the Where's the rest of us And I mean I don't feel the need For that person To look like me To feel like I related to it But I will also say Plain devil's advocate That 
she does look like you. Oh, and, and I don't think so at all. I mean, but, but, but I'm I, saying, get, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's a, it's a white suburban mom and a nice house. You're you're all of those things. Yeah, but I mean, she doesn't look like me. Well, okay, that's, but, and that's what I, that's what I felt like people were saying. Like she doesn't have the same skin color. She doesn't have the same demographic. She doesn't have the same. And and to me, that's not that's not what spoke to me in the commercial. You right. know, what spoke to me in the commercial was all the changes that happen in a day and how hard it is right. to stay disciplined. Like I mean, oh my gosh, all the people that I'm close to and I talk about my exercise regimen all the time. They they know that like I I stress about it so much because it's so hard to stay disciplined. There's so many days I just don't want to. And you just keep doing it because you also feel good when you're done, you know, but but that's what I related to. Now, right. I'm not saying it should have spoken to everybody. I certainly get that it's not going to speak to everybody. I know one person I talked to, I don't want to call them out, but but they were like, you know, that mom seemed really bitchy. <laughs> she, seemed, <laughs> she seemed really angry. And well, I, that, that happens sometimes. <laughs> just, just, just saying. It occurs. Listen, we moms deal with a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, for sure. It's it can be tough being a mom. And and then and then other people felt like where are the dads in the equation? Where you know we have lots of hardworking dads. And, I, and I, I saw a mom trying to keep a household together, trying to fit exercise in, and and a dad that wasn't riding the bike at all. I thought they crushed it. I thought this speaks to me. <laughs> it seems dead on. Dead on. Well done. <laughs> they didn't laugh as much as we do, though. Okay. The couple. Well, because we, we've copyrighted that. <laughs> also, we don't have little kids anymore. That helps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're trading one set of problems for another. Yeah, you are. As soon as I said that, I was like, well. Yeah. Mm. Okay, but we're not going to get into that. So, uh, anyway. the <laughs> We might have to. Yeah. Well. <laughs> We might have a whole different kind of update for you next yeah. week, but but right now we don't have that update, and uh, so that's the commercial. It, it's some people loved it, some people hated it, some people just were like, "Okay." I think as a marketer, it's getting harder and harder for commercials to use people in them because you know because so many people are like, "But that's not me," you, you know what I mean? And well, then and it, it probably comes as a downside to niche marketing, right? Like right. all this, all the online marketing that occurs is all tailored. Like people say, "I don't want everybody to have my data," but but the thing. The fact of the matter is They are targeting you Based right. on your data And you get used to it And right. we probably Don't even realize How used to it We're getting yeah. And so When you do see Mass appeal Advertising Maybe that seems uh, Unusual Right Maybe that doesn't feel Right anymore Yeah Oh my step counter Was going off And I was like What did I do oh. <laughs> I was waving my hand Around as I was talking <laughs> Got some extra steps in <laughs> Game in the system <laughs> So but yeah I, I thought it was a Good commercial But I also agree That it's like as a white guy Like you don't always See stuff and go Oh there's white people Where if you're not A white person Or that's that Especially that kind of Like upscale And I don't consider us Upscale I don't either I've got too much Nerd stuff around this house To be upscale yeah. I can't I can't keep nice things In this house No <laughs> <laughs> But uh Doesn't go with the decor It does not <laughs> But I know that you know it, it's hard to sometimes notice that when you're all, when when you're seeing yeah. stuff that you know it just when you see stuff that looks like you, it's hard to realize that you're seeing stuff that looks like you. I think that's totally true, and so uh, I don't feel like I'm really qualified to speak on it. I can only I can only say my experience with it, and right. and my experience was I didn't feel anything negative about it. But but I'm certainly not saying no one else should feel the way I feel. So I um I felt bad for Peloton though. You know I I'm such a big Peloton supporter and. I just want them to be successful And so It just makes me sad When I see people saying You really
really missed the mark with this one. I'm not even saying anybody's wrong with how they feel. Like they feel how they feel, but I just it just makes me sad because I don't know that you can. I don't know that you can hit the mark for everybody. Yeah, when when the storyline of your com- commercial basically involves two people, a married couple, like. If your storyline involves two people By virtue of definition You're going to be excluding a lot of people Yeah, that's you know, absolutely I mean, true You can also say Well, why are they heterosexual? Oh, good like, point, you know, yeah I mean, there's, Good point there's, And why are there young kids And not college kids? Right, I mean, and there's why are just there... a, a whole host of, of, of things At that point When you have two people That you've kind of chosen In that 30 seconds To kind of like This is the brand Yeah, and, and it's You know, one of the things That I think bothered people And, and conversely Also spoke to people was that, you know, John Foley sent out a message with the commercial whenever they sent out the link. And and it said, you know, this is based on real experiences from our actual writers. So, you know, there, I feel like this does happen a lot, regardless of race, regardless of heterosexual, homosexual, whatever. You There are rhythms to our life. There are things that happen that they hear about that clearly touched the community in, in such a way that, I think the I got the impression they were trying to give back. They were right. trying to embody the experience of the Peloton riders. And so regardless of whether or not it was a miss for the community, it clearly came from a good place. Honestly, what I think would have made more sense if they're trying to say this is our community, they had all those videos that people made for their contest talking about why they love it. And then that way people couldn't say that that isn't what the community really is because it would be made up literally of people from the community. There there were a lot of people that stated that they would have rather have seen a montage of the actual writers. Yeah. They would have they whether it's the video, you know, they didn't specifically say the videos, but but they said that they there's so many writer stories. They would have loved to have seen the actual writers. Yeah, and I get that. I don't know how expensive that is when, to put all those people together and put them on planes and record them. Well, and, my thought process was <laughs> if you use the video, they did the video contest. And yeah, when we submitted, we yeah. talked about it on the show, and like you. You give up the rights Right So they could have just Wound that together I don't yeah. know Maybe maybe we kind of sucked And they didn't want to put people Like us out there There's that <laughs> Maybe maybe we're not pretty enough For national television We don't We don't need The Pillsbury Doughboy And his lovely <laughs> wife Talking about how Lard ass doesn't ride the bike You can't build a campaign Around that Hey fatties Here's something for you To not ride Like that's not a Maybe That's maybe, not what they're going for Maybe this wasn't the best idea now that I now that I talk it through. Well, regardless, for for whatever it's worth, good or bad, there's a new commercial out. <laughs> man, oh man, do you love your AG1? I really do. You do. It's a wonderful tasting drink, and it also makes me feel good. Like it's a great way to start the day. Uh, you know, I grew up. My dad always had things like tomato juice first thing in the right. morning. I feel like AG1 is my tomato juice. <laughs> <laughs> this generation's V8. Yes, I, I do. Uh, but I love the way it makes me feel. It's like I get all of my vitamins and I'm ready for the day just with a drink. And like I said, it's a good tasting drink. And it can help replace your your multivitamin just by drinking an AG1 every day. Yes. And not only did I replace my multivitamin with AG1, but I love that every scoop also includes prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support. It also has vitamin C and zinc to support my immune health. If there's one product I had to recommend to elevate your health, it's AG1. And that's why I've partnered with them for so long. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts 
with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase at drinkag1.com slash clipout. That's drinkag1.com slash clipout. Check it out. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste texture size yes none of that with hero bread no because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs they have like no substance to it (laughs) it's like eating air it is and hero bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread like i did not feel like i was giving up something i was surprised at how big each slice of bread was here's the real test of a piece of bread (laughs) i didn't make a sandwich with these I just had toast. Which you love because you have toast almost every day. I do. It was the (laughs) best textured bread of this sort that I've ever had. And if you're doing the math, it's zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar, and high in fiber. So don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. <laughs> and there's even more Olympics news. Oh, more sports. It's not really sports related. Oh, good. Although kind of. So Robin Arzon gets to actually go to South Korea and she is actually going to teach classes Live from South Korea Not to be outdone I heard that Peloton Is sending Robin Arzan To South Korea They sent Stephen Little To North Korea (laughs) You can't (laughs) He's kidding He doesn't hate Stephen Little No I didn't send him To North Korea That wasn't me (laughs) Too funny She's going to teach Four different classes There's one on They start on Friday The 16th February 16th At 6am Eastern Which I will be on that ride live And then Saturday The 17th Sunday the 18th There's two 45 minute rides uh, Both at 6am Eastern So I don't know What time it is In South Korea But my guess is That's a better time (laughs) (laughs) For them That's a better time And then Monday at 6 a.m. Eastern There's another 30 minute ride And there's actually a challenge So if you do all four rides Live or on demand You are entered to win A grand prize from Peloton and and NBC No, we don't know what the grand prize is It just says a grand prize So uh, you can do that again Live or on demand And uh, I am super excited Because I will be doing all four of those rides I cannot do all of them live though Because the 18th is when I will be running my 10K And I don't think that I can do a 10K and a ride I'm not going to do the ride Before I do my 10k That seems That seems counterproductive Slacker <laughs> And I looked I looked it up And so right now We're recording this It's 2 o'clock in the afternoon Central time Central time It is 5, 5 a.m. Tomorrow oh, In South Korea That's more hours Than I can calculate right. But and in North Korea <laughs> It's 5 a.m. Uh, 1961 <laughs> So uh, I hope that you all join the challenge I think it's going to be really cool And uh, I am very excited about it 
So they have unleashed new features Yeah, you might remember several weeks ago They said in the upcoming weeks There will be new features well, Here we are Here we are Welcome to upcoming weeks, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen Yeah, and I am really excited about this So I know I'm a dork I fully admit that but um, the badges are getting a redo. So right now you get one like we don't need no stinking badges. <laughs> you get one for like your first ride. You get one for like 25, 50, 75, 100. And then you get one every hundred after that. And if you're like Laura Pug and a few other select people, you have like the 3000. She can't club. even see her screen. It's, it's just, just all badges. badges. <laughs> so they are apparently going to give that a whole new look. They're going to look completely different. And um, you get Get to they're adding more badges So now there's going to be badges where if you ride With your friends there's going to be different kinds Of social badges there had been badges before That if you rode with a certain number of people you got them right. I don't know what they look like now Because I haven't gotten on the bike to check I've been running before anyone judges me you Ran and six miles today I, I did I did 6.1 not that Sorry. I'm counting <laughs> Sorry. Um, Look at your trip tick before we And it says that you, my trip tick? And it says that you can even view all the badges that are available And they're on the bike and the app So you can view them before you earn them So if you're curious about a new badge You just tap on its name and you will see The description so they're going to have beyond the Ride milestones and new Social ones awesome. so that's and there's going to have Special events so I bet those those rides From South Korea oh, I bet those are going to have special Event badges I know the Turkey burn had its own special badge so And they, they have a uh, sexy Person badge <laughs> For future sorting by Sexy people Yeah I, I It's don't coming <laughs> And uh, They changed How they calculate Your streaks So before it was Based on how many Rides you took In a certain number Of hours Now they're going To calculate streaks Based on the calendar Days you worked out In a row So there's a good Chance you will see A decrease in the Number of streak badges You earned So if you do Three rides in one day Doesn't count <laughs> You don't get Your turkey badge Anymore Now that's just one ride Gotcha And now I have that Ray Stevens song Stuck in my head I'm sorry to hear that <laughs> Not as sorry as I am So One more feature update They are also Going to have a new Workout details Added to All the workouts It's going to be A completely new design Gives you a more Comprehensive look At your class performance And it's a focus On heart rate zones Where it were in the past It's included them Now it is a focus On them So it's going to show you How much of your workout That you spent In each zone And those are already Up and running Yeah that all came out On Thursday Which was Two days ago So the 8th February 8th Which was So but now in South Korea It's three days, <laughs> three days from ago. now Or two days from yesterday <laughs> Unless you're in North Korea Now you're doing You're doing Matt Wilper's math We can't keep up <laughs> <laughs> I assure you I do nothing like Matt Wilper's <laughs> Except we probably both have to stand on something to reach something on the top of the refrigerator. He is he is on the shorter side. Yeah. God, what a nice As am guy! I. Like yes. I can like, I can say that because I you I'm belong just, to the I, same I, club. I have, yeah, got the same issues. Yeah. Shoo! That's all the the Peloton news. No, it's not. Okay. What else you got? Well, weren't you featured on a blog? I was. Yeah, I feel weird talking about it because I feel like I'm like, hey. Well, the person who writes that blog is probably like, you need to talk about it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually wrote it. So she she's more of a facilitator. I, I, I say that because I don't want her to have to take credit for like my crappy writing. So that seems unfair. Um, so Megan Yarnell, uh, one of our awesome listeners, and I've talked about her before. Uh, she started a new Peloton focused blog that's all about like 
people who ride the bike and kind of their inspirational stories, very similar to what we do on the podcast, but in a written form. And right. so you can get more more in-depth stories. And yeah. she asked me, she, very, very nice of her, that she wanted to hear my story. So uh, I'm a little, feel a little weird sharing my story because I don't, I don't like attention. The worm has turned. <laughs> that's, what, that's what she said when she posted it. She was like, the interview herb becomes the interviewee (laughs) Uh, so it's out there on the OPP and it is also I did post it to the clip out page both the clip out facebook.com slash the clip out and it's on the clip out group as well awesome so if you want to see that Mm -hmm. that's where it's located and great news came out of that because uh, you might remember a while back I, I have mentioned several times now that I will be participating in the Iron Man half the half Iron Man in Atlantic City in right. September and uh, I, I am joined by Fred Walker. The Fred And uh, I love his little bird name And um, he he and I have had a team But we didn't have a swimmer And I had asked for a swimmer And nobody responded Yeah, I got a vasectomy So I got no swimmers None Yeah And uh, <laughs> So after reading my blog today Somebody reached out to me Danielle Young And she is going to be joining our team Which our team name is Hashtag Just Finish Because None of us are expecting great times, but we now have a complete team, and I am so excited. So Awesome. Yeah. So well, welcome to Danielle. A nice turn of events. Yes. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses, and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? <laughs> well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each, so nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away 100 or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say, that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, and they also come in like a million different colors and styles for your $25 you're not sacrificing comfort safety or style if you want to support the show and pick up a pair gooder is giving the clip out listeners free shipping on their first order just go to gooder.com slash tco that's g-o-o-d-r.com and use code tco to get free shipping gooder offers a 30 day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. Checking in with the Peloton community. So joining us via skype phone today is uh, Dottie Luparello. Hi, Dottie. How's it going? Hi, it's going great. <laughs> it's going great. Yay. Second time's a charm. Yes. <laughs> we screwed up another one. We're very transparent with our listeners. Well, at least we screwed them up the same week. We just It just took us a long time to get the scheduling right on well, this, was, the second. And it was right around the holidays and everybody yeah. got sick yeah. of us. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're all healthy now, right? That's right. Yes. That's right. Thank goodness. So I guess we'll just hop right in. Yeah. Um, Dottie, tell us how you found Peloton. What's what's your journey to Peloton? I'm a runner and I run on the local trails and I have a friend and her husband who I would also see running and we periodically run into each other and they told me about their Peloton bike and um, I was not too interested in it. Uh, I had done spinning classes at the gym before and I was kind of just 
shrugged him off. And you know how Peloton people are when they start talking about their body. <laughs> <Well, laughs> yeah. I'm I like, think- yeah, yeah, I'm a really, I'm a runner. I'm a runner. I don't want to be inside. But every time I saw them, they would talk to me about it and they would tell me to come over and try it. They thought I would really like it. Uh, but I still persisted with the running. And in the course of the running, I had an injury and I was had plantar fasciitis. So it was mm. very painful to walk on my feet. And I had kind of a heavy running schedule. And I started thinking about the bike and cross training. And I ran into them, I think, again. And they're saying this would really help. And I decided to just take the plunge. And I and I never went to their house to see the bike. I just went online <laughs> one day and I ordered it and it came. And it has been uh, love ever after. <laughs> well, that's, that's a pretty bold move. Yeah, it is to go from to go from I'm not I'm not going near it. I don't want to to okay sight unseen. I will just buy it. Yep. So were your friends nervous that like if you didn't like the bike, you would hold them responsible? <laughs> I don't think so. I think they were so convicted about their <laughs> happiness with the bike that they couldn't imagine that somebody wouldn't like it. And they oh. were just so certain of it. So and, I can certainly understand that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so when when was this that you got your Peloton? It was uh, the the I think it was the last week of February of 2016. So I'm coming up almost on 2 years. Wow. And how many rides in are you? Uh, I have 1,088 or 89, somewhere in that vicinity. Oh, my gosh. Holy cow. (laughs) Wow. That's a lot of rides. It it became somewhat of an an obsession. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I know you said you were a runner. So that's that's how you, you know, kind of came across the the Peloton. But but I mean, uh, when you say, you know, you were a runner and that you had a heavy running schedule. I mean, I feel like what I know about how much you you ran, that's kind of an understatement, right? (laughs) It's it's a little bit. Yeah. Um, When I had the injury, I was finishing up. I had this quest. My quest was to run a marathon in all 50 states. And I think about the time 2016 rolled around, I was getting up there. I had about 40, 42 states down and I had my whole schedule planned and I had been really suffering with just going out just trying to run the races because I was all booked on flights and hotel reservations it would have meant losing a lot of money so I was just determined to finish it and so when I got the Peloton I was able to finish the schedule uh, on time And what I did was I just rode in between the marathons. That's all I did. And then I would go out and run a marathon. Wow. Yeah. So So, what's what's that like? Because I'm like, obviously... I don't exercise, but <laughs> my wife does. And so I watch her go, toggle back and forth between the bike and running. And it seems like they're very different animals. And so was it difficult to then go run a marathon without kind of training for a marathon? Or since you were already at that level, could the bike kind of 
maintain you so you could I still run. I think that's the case. I, I was already at that level, and the bike helped me to just maintain the endurance. And so I was able to go out and run. I did run a lot slower. Um, I had really significantly slowed down, but I was able to do it. I was able to last through because if I had been trying to run my weekly mileage and then go out and run the marathon, I wouldn't have been able to walk. Mm. Wow. And I was going through all sorts of voodoo uh, with my foot because plantar fasciitis is, in my thinking, it's just kind of a thing where you're going to have it for eight to nine months at, at a minimum. And then it's, one day it just kind of goes away. But you chase a lot of things trying to fix it. And I had massages. I had acupuncture. I had TENS therapy, boot things, sock things, all sorts of I, I even duct taped my feet when I ran that wow. was yeah that was actually one of the most helpful things I was you gonna ask did, it, did anything <laughs> actually seem like it moved the needle for you that actually the duct tape was very helpful duct taping the arch and uh, of my foot uh, huh. somehow that magically uh, enabled me to to finish those races it's kind, so kind of it was a miracle actually so what about that works it's it's just support. I, I feel that the it's just that tendon along the bottom of the foot gets really it's bruised, it's damaged, and it's just it's kind of something that's an extra support for it. Wow. Yeah. Do they do they know what like did it just get caused by running or did does it it's just an overuse? Happen? It's an overuse thing, definitely. Gotcha. Well, I'm asking because I kind of had I know, it. I know, I know. That's why I was laughing. I was laughing because I was like, overuse. I mean, yeah, right. I'm like, how did it was, then not how for did, you. And how did I get it? Yeah. Is it contagious? Is, is it from talking to all you people? <laughs> I know because you were, you were, I knew that's why you were asking. I and I was like, I don't think, I don't think the causes are the same. No, I don't. Well, it can, it can have a lot. So to, it has a lot to do with if you, some people get it. If they haven't done a lot and then they try to to escalate their exercise um, in a very short period of time um, or if the wrong type of shoe can do it, It, just body mechanics being off, uh, (laughs) poor stretching, very tight hamstrings, that kind of stuff. Yeah, you don't do a lot of yoga, Tom. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. No, just the other day we had frozen yoga. <laughs> it was delicious. I, I like the full butter fat. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that is her pet name for me. Wait. I will reveal it for the first time ever on the show. Yeah, full butter fat. That's what she calls me. I do not. Her little full butter fat. <laughs> So, Dottie, have you always been into running and, and exercise or is this something that, you know, changed over time or how, how does that work for you? I picked up running in my early 40s. Um, I at the, Before that, I was a gym person and uh, I did a lot of jazzercise and they what did they have at that time? Step aerobics, uh, those type of classes. I did some weightlifting and bodybuilding and... Um, my brother actually got me involved in running. He was He's an athlete and a good runner. And he said to me that going to the gym was no sport. And he <laughs> said, if you want to be an athlete, you need a sport. So he said, come run 
running with me and I went out running and it was just it was tough but I really enjoyed it and I that was it I started signing up for local races 5k's and uh, just got involved in a running community met a lot of people and we had a great time. Wow. And how yeah. long did it take you to do a marathon in every state? Well, I started in the end of 2014. Um, I had already I had already 10 states. I think I had already done like 10 marathons. And then I started, but in order to do it, I actually repeated all the states again. So it it took from 2014, it was September of 2014, to uh, March, the end of March or April of 2016 to do them all. So wow. I did them in, a, yeah, a little over, what is that? It's it's I right mean, at two years, right? If yeah. If you started the, yeah. yeah. Yeah, a little less than two years. Gosh. And But why did you redo the 10 states? <laughs> well, <laughs> I was belong to this group. It's... Uh, it's called the Marathon Maniacs, and uh-huh. and they have a uh, a tier system of recognition of, of just how crazy you are. So there's various levels. So I had some friends who got me involved in that. You have to run two marathons in, I think it's either two weeks or three marathons in 90 days or something. Then you can be involved in Marathon Maniacs. And I ended up having... At, at the end of or in the middle of 2015, about 24 states, 25 states, and I decided that I would finish that. And I wanted to become titanium status. That is the maximum level of insane that you can be in the Marathon <laughs> Maniacs. That's running uh, 30 marathons in 30 states in one year. Good grief. Wow. Right. So in, so to just for expediency's sake, I ended up repeating some of the uh, states around me that I had already done just because they were lo- more local and easier what, to what, do pro- proximity yeah you can yeah. pick them up easy yeah wow okay, that makes sense yeah that yeah. does okay yeah i, I was we'll I allow it <laughs> but the, the maximum level of crazy that i ever did was i did six marathons in six days in six states Holy cow! Wow. So, what were the six states? Don't I, I, I'm waiting for you to be like Alaska, Florida, <laughs> California. No, Maine. it was um, <laughs> it was Colorado, North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, Montana. Uh, something else was stuck in there. Did you just they, like sleep while and, someone else drove? Well, yeah, we we drove. We flew to one state, and then the way they do it, kind of in the corners of each of those states. So, I think the maximum drive time that we had between races was three hours. So basically, you would go to the town, you would, um, the race was early in the morning, you would run the marathon, and it was a, this is a small group that does these races in order for people to get this. And then you, then you kind of jump into your car and you drive to the next place, three hours or so, three, four hours. And that was quite an experience. Yeah, I bet. You should have done one like at at the four corners where those states meet and just ran around in a circle. We did, (laughs) we did have... There was one of the uh, states, actually, I think it's in Bell. Oh, I can't think of the name of the town. Belforce, South Dakota or something like that, where there's there, you're in the corner of four states. There's a there's a thing in the ground. And oh. yeah, like, well, I know there's one that's like, well, because we were just there yeah. over the summer. It was, it's like 
what is like Colorado, Nevada, Utah, uh, Iowa, New Mexico, New Mexico. Yeah, like yeah. there's like four corn. Yeah, yeah. And it's like it's like the lamest thing you ever go to. Yeah, like I couldn't <laughs> recommend it. But we went because we went when we were kids. My dad drug us there, and so <laughs> yeah. my sister and I we did a vacation where like my sister and her family went with with Crystal and our family, and and uh, and so we were like, well, we gotta go get another picture of us. 40 years later so we drove we recreated the picture yeah we drove way out of the way to do that way out of the way yeah if you're ever in that area i don't recommend that you stop and there's a lot of beautiful things out there that was not an exciting day (laughs) i was i was taken aback out there i really was by the vastness yes yeah just i can't imagine i kind of live in the i I live in the lower connecticut so it's very very suburban urban uh like constant you just go from city to city this is city and out there it was just so desolate and i wondered what it was like to need a quart of milk yeah right or an ambulance yes yeah it's even more important yes yeah yeah Yeah, and, that, it, and it's also sad because it's like not to get super political, but like you're driving along and you're like, "Wow, this is beautiful country," and then all of a sudden there's like somebody draws a line and it goes from beautiful country to post-apocalyptic wasteland of just desert and nothingness, and you're like, and then it's like it like that happens, and like a quarter of a mile later, it's like, "Welcome to an Indian reservation," and then that goes on for for like four hours, and then all of a sudden, like, hey, off in the distance, I see green again you are now leaving an indian reservation <laughs> it's like ouch <laughs> it was very it was very eye-opening it was yeah yeah it was. yeah it was it was a huge learning experience it was uh it was kind of cool to to be able to take the kids there and show them like the different the different aspects of just right here in america you know like here's here's the different things you can experience so that that was kind of cool just to be able to have cool conversations in the car about that as we yeah. drove through that's true but there's it is it there's some beautiful things out there just love absolutely yeah i got to see i got to see the um you know where those presidents <laughs> are where those presidents mount rushmore mount rushmore yes 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 <laughs> I'm yeah. such a Disney nerd. I'm like the Hall of Presidents. <laughs> you went to Disney no, because she said South Dakota. I so know. Did you do? Uh, did you do the Badlands when you were out there? We skirted the Badlands. Oh, um, it's gorgeous. Yeah, that we didn't have enough time to really do that, but we did take the scenic ride um, through the area. So it was it was really gorgeous, and we saw the Devil's Devil's Tower. Yeah, Devil Tower. Why am I? I'm so. I, <laughs> I can't remember anything. Um, <laughs> As yeah, seen in was, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yes. yes. Yeah, that yes. was fascinating. It's just, yeah, it's... Talk about out in the middle of nowhere. It's like... Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I relate all our vacation trips back to movies. So yes, when we... Yes, like does. last year, I was like, we have to go to Monument Valley. It's where John Ford <laughs> shot like his best... His greatest westerns. I don't want to say best westerns. It sounds like he was in a... a hotel. hotel. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but his greatest westerns were shot in Monument Valley. So I'm like, we've got to go to Monument Valley. And it, and was, it was very cool. It was very cool. That is absolutely worth doing. It is. Although... So freaking hot in oh the middle. I don't know how people live out there. I, I really, I don't. I'm Again, not a hot weather person. So. That's why we gave it to the Indians. Oh. I mean, it's, I, it's just 
I know. Yeah, so it just generous is. of us, right? Yeah. Like I know. I just think about how people are going to respond to it. It's not that I disagree with you. It's just that I'm I like, mean, oh, who yeah, knows what like, we're going to, who knows what feedback we're going to get. a whole bunch of get. stuff we don't want. How about you go live there? <laughs> um, well, it really is a, an area of survival. Like yes. you're, yeah. you're you're pitted against the elements for sure. Yeah, just getting up to the like where they had the one of, one of those big like service center areas and yeah. had a big gift shop and stuff in it. It was it was um I was just amazed at the logistics of how that building was there out in the middle of nowhere. Like I was looking around like they had to dig for miles to get like to get phone lines and yeah, electric Yeah, like how they got any of that stuff out crazy. there crazy And then we were talking about how they filmed movies out there And Tom was saying it, like all the logistics of that I was just, it, I was amazed Because it was even more remote when they were filming those Because they filmed those movies in like the 50s And so right. like it was even more isolated And technology obviously was even less so than we have now yeah. And so I, I just can't even imagine how they would go about doing that I was very struck by that at the Hoover Dam I did a marathon there And the scope of that project And imagining them doing that uh, in the 30s Blasting that out It was just mind-bending, really Because yeah. it's, it's gigantic And I don't remember the amount But it's a, it's a ridiculously short amount of time that they knocked it out into yeah, considering remember. the scope of yeah. the project. It was like forty-five yeah. minutes or something. <laughs> no, but it, was, it was a very short period of time, considering how massive of a thing it yeah. was. Like they knocked it out like super quick. It's it's hard to believe. Yeah, like, it's kind of like they were building the railroad tracks as they were going, kind of into right. into a certain area because a lot of the marathon was on the railroad tracks. Oh wow. Yeah, wow. the, yeah, they've they're no long they're no longer railroad tracks, but uh, but okay. even the even the the railroad tracks themselves, if you could see them, the way the drop downs, it, it was just yeah, mind bending. Wow. So what was uh, what was your favorite state to do a marathon in? <laughs> that changes all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> What's going to be today? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I liked Alaska a lot. Sure, that I makes was. Sense. Re- I was really impressed with Alaska. It was in Anchorage. The, re- the marathon was in Anchorage, and I was really. I think I really had a very, um, a very grade school kind of image of Alaska of ice and snow and bears and stuff. And I was <laughs> amazed. I was amazed by the beauty of it. There, there were a few bears, but the weather was so temperate there. We were there in June, and the it was this the time of the sun. So the sun, it, at three o'clock in the morning, it was still pretty light out. That was very hard to get used to. I but bet. Yeah. Um, the weather was so temperate, but I was amazed by the lushness of the plants there. It was amazing how big plants grow, and wow. that was surprising to me. And I was told that it had to do with the with the the Pacific winds or and the the weather being temperate, the cool nights and warmer days and the long sunlight. But you would have just like monster monster marigolds, like the you know size of a dinner plate kind of thing. It's just yeah, unbelievable, and it was just beautiful. Everywhere you looked in the, you could see the mountains in the in the background with the snow caps, and it's gorgeous. It sounds gorgeous. So yeah. then. Uh- uh, so then, what was your least favorite? What 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 was a real dump? <laughs> well, uh, th- back to the six six marathons in six states. 
some of those towns were really small and the accommodations like the way they ran those marathons were kind of in loops so you had to do they would be in a very small park so you do maybe 20 at least 20 loops of this thing and you just kind of running around and around and around but oh, there were well. a couple of towns where it, in one place where we checked into this hotel and they had a little sign on the desk that said, uh, please do not clean game in the bathroom. Are, are you kidding and, me? Yeah, that was pretty scary. Yeah. Were you at the Bates Motel? <laughs> <laughs> wow. And, and we went to this Chinese restaurant. That was kind of interesting, too. Um, the Chinese restaurant, is it was like nothing like you might anticipate Chinese food to be. It was kind of teriyaki type of thing yeah it was okay. yeah i feel like this was somewhere in the midwest was this somewhere in the midwest well this was actually i, th- I think it was south south dakota okay 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 yeah. uh, that makes yeah. sense that their asian yeah. cuisine might be lacking yeah yeah That's, maybe maybe they're not as yeah i don't know they were just they were just heating up lean cuisines <laughs> and dumping them on a plate yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it was just, yeah, the town and the, their area was very depressed and, and people in the town and, and people actually were, would tell you that the, t- the towns, some of the towns have really suffered there because so many people move away because they've just, they're like ghosts, some of them like ghost towns. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I always wonder when we drive through some towns like that, where you're just like, what, like what? What happened? Where yeah. did the people go? A- a- and why are you still here? But I yeah. guess it's momentum. Like if all of a sudden, you know, that were to happen here, I guess some people look at St. Louis and ask the same thing about us. Why are you guys there? Well, you know, with, <laughs> in the in the bigger town near where I live, if if you wanted to call it a city, is is kind of like a ghost town too. So you see that all over. But it's it's the downtown areas of places just being so so many buildings, so many storefronts closed and so much. And I guess most of the stuff have moved to the malls. I noticed that out in um, the Mall of America. We were right. out and uh, we, we did a marathon in Minneapolis. Is that, am I, yeah, am that I is absolutely the right. right. Yep. And that was very, very surprising because the, the town, really, there wasn't much happening in St. Paul. And well, everything was happening out at the mall. That's interesting. We, we, uh, we went to a meat lottery there. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. What is that? What is it, that? <laughs> I don't think it was. I think it was just something that No, they, it's totally a thing. Is that a real thing? It is thing? a thing. Oh, I thought yeah, that was Yeah, that's just, a real thing so, in Minneapolis or in Minnesota. Right. So, I'm I'm a nerd, as you might have picked up by now. And uh it's so I like the show called Mr. Science Theater 3000 and uh which was uh on Comedy Central. It just came back. It's on Netflix where they would watch old movies and they'd be in silhouettes along the bottom making fun of it. And so there's a uh, there there were two main hosts and they kind of spun off and, and one started something called Riff Tracks and they were doing a Riff Track show in Minneapolis, which is Mr. Science Theater's hometown. And they were doing a Mr. Science Theater reunion. So it was everyone who had ever worked on Mr. Science Theater 3000, which, with the exception of one guy, uh, were there to do a show. And so we went up to do it and we had backstage passes and and uh, they were backstage. The, the cast of Riff Tracks were doing a, 
a meat lottery where yes. there was like a wheel that you would spin. Yeah, you'd spin the wheel of meat. Yeah. And then you would get whatever meat. What that did I was, win? I don't even win, remember. Like, it was do you, do you meet like a like a side of beef or Yeah, it was yeah. like it was like, you know, uh it was it was different cuts of a cow. And they you were know? like, Here just... you go, Tom, here's some bratwurst. <laughs> and I'm like, Okay, thanks. <laughs> and then I just gave it to somebody because I'm like, I'm not gonna like, drive back to St. Louis with dripping bratwurst. <laughs> and and is this a popular thing? I, I don't know so. if it's a popular thing. I just know it's a thing. Yeah. But <laughs> By the way, if you ever get dripping bratwurst, a little penicillin will clear that right uh, up. <laughs> I will say I did like St. Louis a lot. Oh, good. Good. So Where I, was the I, uh, marathon? I had a great time in St. Louis, and I was uh, that was one of my fastest marathons. Because you wanted and to get I, out of here. <laughs> and, and I actually, that was uh, my first, well, it was my second Boston qualifier, but it was oh, wow. um, it was my second best time ever at marathon, and uh, I just really enjoyed I enjoyed that race so much, and we had a blast. Oh wow, that's yeah. great! Do you remember yeah. what part of town it was in? It was in St. Louis. But like, uh, do you remember where in St. It like, like it's downtown it, on the it, river? Right. Yeah, it started. Um, it started. Uh, near where they dye the water, you know. Where okay, Keener Plaza. Keener Plaza. But it started there, and it wound around the city, and then it went out into some some kind of suburb areas, and then it went into a park. Forest, Forest Park, a big park. Yep, Forest Park. Okay, and then yes, and then it came back into then it came back into the town. Okay, okay, into yeah, into for- the city. Fourth Park is actually, I think it's actually bigger than Central Park. I think it's the it biggest. Is. It's the biggest uh, like city park in America. It's it's really massive. It's got like its own golf course and it and, and it's got a zoo and it's huge. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, that's right. It's got the zoo and then there's a a performance. We actually have a thing here called we call it the Muni, but it's the Municipal Opera. But they do uh, in the summer they do theatrical productions there of like. It's gotten a little cooler, but for years, like Showboat and Camelot, like that kind of stuff, and in it, it seats like eight thousand people, all outdoors, all outdoors, and wow. they'll do six performances, and it is packed. I mean, to, to imagine that there's still a, a part in America where you can you can sell six thousand tickets a night for Showboat, yeah, like, wrap your head around that. I don't know <laughs> if that's cool or sad. I really don't even know what to make of that. <laughs> St. Louis tradition, it whatever, is. whatever it you is. want to call it. Yeah, and, the, and when they built it, one of the cool things about it was they built it as part of the 1904 World's Fair. And uh, hi, puppy, hi, hi dog. Uh, but when they built it, one of the the guy who donated the money, one of his kind of clauses when he gave him the money was that there has to always be free seats. So there are a section of seats and and a, a pretty decent amount, like three four hundred, where it is. Always free. free. It is completely free. You just show up and sit down and you can, because he wanted theater to be for the people. Yep. Yep. That's, that's pretty that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That, uh, is, and your town has the gooey cake, right? Yeah. Gooey, gooey butter, butter cake. cake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that was, that made a big impression upon me. Well, yeah. it's good. It is good. Well, after doing 50 marathons in 50 states. <laughs> that, you, that we had anything on the menu. You, you have you... earned the right to some gooey butter cake. <laughs> well, we used to kind of, that was that was one of the things that, that the post-marathon meal was we ah. tried to always concentrate on something local. 
Gotcha. And, cool. and something, something good. New Orleans was another good one. New oh, Orleans was beignet. a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. I bet. We concentrated on hurricanes. <laughs> they that they've done some amazing work down there, though. It's it's you'll see some you'll see some damage still, some buildings and stuff damaged. But I was amazed by how much. That's come back. Yeah, I actually meant the beverage, the hurricane. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, I was, I wasn't, well. I wasn't like mocking them for for destruction. I was like, oh, those things are delicious. Yeah, he really oh, likes. We those were we were down there haunting the donut thing. What what do they the call beignet, them? The, the beignets. beignets. Oh, are beignets. Those are so good. Yeah, yeah. 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 the uh, cafe du monde. Yes. Cafe du monde. Oh my goodness. Oh. <laughs> little, your little bag of those beautiful warm powdered sugar things. It's like, yeah, yeah, Run those are. More. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are amazing. So, is your running, uh, is your running over? Are you just a bike person now, or are there more running well, achievements you would like to conquer? There are more running events that I'd like to conquer, but I have been really. Uh, have not been running much lately. I needed a break, and I can't uh, imagine why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and lately, I I have some friends that go out running, and they'll consistently send me an email. So, are you in today? Are you in? <laughs> and I can't. It's like it's so easy to just run downstairs to my Peloton and hop on there and know that I'll get a great workout. And it's it's kind of it's like cold, and it's like <laughs> oh, I, so. <laughs> I need to I need to discipline myself again to go back out and to to be better because I, I would like to do some more half marathons. I'm not I really wanted to uh, do finish the world majors and, and I was going to sign up for the Berlin lottery this year and I, the time came to sign up for it and I just kind of kicked my heels around and then I didn't do it. So I kind of feel like I'm getting older. It's like how how long can you do this? But I do know people that run marathons into just really amazing, amazing people who keep running. And it's it's not about the speed or anything like that. It's just about crossing the finish line. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah. hear people that do that in like in their 60s and their 70s. And oh, I'm, 80s. Eh? Yeah. 80s. I'm, I'm amazed. I'm amazed. I mean, I. I mean, I've never been a runner, so I'm kind of I'm I'm still scared of what that's going to do to my knees because my my family doesn't have the best knees, and uh, so so trying to get out there and start running, I'm 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 always nervous about it. So, <laughs> but uh, what what are the world majors? The world majors are um, New York, uh, Boston, London, Chicago. In Tokyo. Oh, and so which uh, of those have you have you done? I've done Boston and New York and London, and so I and I was supposed to do Chicago this year, and I just didn't. I didn't go. I canceled my reservation and I let my bib go, and that was that. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I feel like you've earned the right to do that too. Yeah. You know, you've you've done a lot of running. Sometimes you just have to lay back. And, yeah. you know, I had some stuff going on with my family, too. So I just figured it was time I paid attention more to stuff at home. Yeah, absolutely. That. that makes sense. You know, I was thinking people talk sometimes about Puerto Rico and like, you know, it's always kicked around that it might become a 51st state and should it or shouldn't. And I bet you, you are like really against it because <laughs> you, you're like, I've done 50 marathons in 50 states. Don't throw a 51st state at me. Yeah. <laughs> 
Like, I don't want no part of it. <laughs> You're going to screw I up my rhythm. I love Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico is <laughs> one of my favorite places to go. And I, it's so sad what's going on there. Oh, it gosh. is. I yeah. It is absolutely. To come back. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You, so have you done a marathon there? No, I haven't. I was no. just wondering if it became a state where they let you grandfather that one in. Oh, or that's a good idea. They do. There's no oh. time limit to the uh, to the 50 States Marathon Club. There's no oh. time limit to when you finish. So okay. if we picked up another state, it w- you could still yeah you would yes. have to start over. Absolutely, that's good. Okay, shoo. Absolutely. <laughs> we thought you were going to have to start from scratch. Yeah. We were worried. That would be bad. <laughs> people do do it over and over and over again. Wow. I know. I know quite a few people who have, you know, they've done this. They've done this route a few times. What's the longest distance you've ever run? Like, I mean, like, so if, especially when you're running those marathons, like back to back. I mean, that's crazy mileage. But like, what's the single race, the longest single race you've done? 45. Oh, I did 40. It was supposed to be 100. And well, you could run any you could run any sort of distances. But I was running with a friend and we made a pact that we were going to run together. And he was injured at 30. Felt He felt oh. like he was injured. And I, there, it was kind of an out and back thing. So the out and back was 15 miles. And, and I were the, so I said, can you do one more? Yeah. Because I, I just wanted to accomplish something that I hadn't accomplished. So uh, we did a lot, we did a lot of walking. So, but we finished the 45 miles. Wow. And um, I have, so, you know, that was not my fondest memory. Okay. Uh, yeah. That, uh, I fell in that race. I, I tripped <gasps> on, it was on railroad ties. Oh. So, um, and you, you're running at night and <gasps> it's, it takes a lot of preparation. It's those, those kind of races. They're no joke. But yeah, that doesn't sound good. That one doesn't sound fun. I don't like that one. <laughs> yeah. But I was able to check New Hampshire off the list. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I wanted to talk a little bit about last time we were, I don't remember exactly how we got on the subject, but you had talked about how there are marathons that people run in other countries and they do them like back to back and you were saying how they do like six like all all the all the continents in a week oh that's that's another big thing you do um there's seven continents in seven days and that's still just like it's 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 like impossible for me to wrap my head around that you just you just like (laughs) sort of impossible for me to wrap my head around too but uh, i have a friend that did it Uh, i actually know several people that have done it and they start in australia and the way it's done, really, you're you're running or you're on a plane, kind of like you're going from the you you run in the on the continent and then you go and the wor- the most challenging one is Antarctica uh, because okay. when they they take you to Brazil and then you have to have clearance. The, the clearance has to be okay. The weather has to be okay for you to be able to run. Okay. So you have to, you have to hope that you're able to run that in the seven day period to get that specific status. Although you would, I think they you can still count it as you have run on all seven continents, but not necessarily in seven days. But there have been circumstances where the weather was not favorable and they were held up. Um, and I know one time they ran the marathon on boat. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, I can't I, I can't imagine that. But that yeah, they were not able to get off, but. Yeah, running on Antarctica, you know, it had some sort of allure for me, but uh, faint. 
And, <laughs> it, and these are not, this is not, a, a, you know, when they say running is not a costly sport, it can be extremely costly. <laughs> yeah, I would think. I was like, this does not sound like a cheap achievement to no. Uh, no. To, a, to achieve. It sounds like a no. cool one, though. It does. It sounds like it would be slippery. Yeah. I, I have to say, though, I ran I ran into uh, the one that they, they came from uh, France. I believe they came from France. That was the one that was on uh, in Europe. And they came to America. They came to New York. And they, they did the marathon in Queens or Bronx or something like that. Queens, I think. And my friend, it was her sixth day. So she was so sick and her feet were so swollen. Mm. And I ran I ran the first half with her just kind of as a support thing. I, I told her I would come and, I, you know, I ran that, that part with her. And I was felt so bad for her. And I did not know how she was going to go on as sick as she was and with the feet and with her legs and feet the way they were. I'm like, how is she ever going to do that? And she actually did that. Went back to Brazil. You went to Antarctica. Went back to Brazil and ran an eighth marathon. Oh, holy cow! That's. I think she was the first. She was the first black woman to do it. Wow. Yeah. Well, my hat's amazing. Just yeah. uh, That's true grit. Yeah. Absolutely, it is. Yeah. That's like. Yeah. Oof. I can't even yeah. imagine. I don't want to. <laughs> There's people out there doing amazing things. They are. And, yeah. And, you In know, fact, speaking. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. When there's a guy, one of my friends, uh, one of the Marathon Maniacs bought a Peloton recently. And I noticed uh, he posted the other day on his Facebook that he was going to he was trying to get into this race that's uh, in Tennessee. I think it's Tennessee. It's called the Barkley. And hmm. the Barkley is you have trouble finding how to sign up for this race online. The guy makes it difficult for you to even find out how to sign up for it. And oh. then there's there's a list, and he only picks a certain number of people. And it has to do with this prison that's located out in the wilds, and there was some kind of prison break, and you're mimicking the people that tried to get out of there. Uh, but most years, half of the feet field doesn't finish some years nobody finishes and they they give you very sketchy wow. directions and <laughs> you're just kind of going by com- compass or i don't know i i'm not even sure how they do it but it's crazy wow and and he is waiting to hear if he's going to be accepted to do that that sounds I I can't even that does not sound fun to me. I would get very stressed out. Like I I I get stressed when there's directions. I can't imagine if they just put me out in the middle of nowhere. Well there's like, there's there's a whole thing that people do that uh, you have these races where you have there's clues. So no. you you have to like once you get to a certain place maybe there'll be a page in a book that you have to take a page from a book or something and you have to show these that you were at these various stops what yeah so it's like a it's like yeah. a marathon and an escape room yeah or a scavenger like a treasure hunt. hunt yeah yeah wow yeah. yeah i guess when you've done something like 50 marathons and 50 states you, like, you gotta mix it up a little you, yeah you start looking for like what's the next challenge you know yeah like you yeah running a marathon in the desert those type of things Right. Okay. okay. Yeah. People and people like it. Like if there's the name Death, like the <laughs> Death Valley Marathon or the Death March, there's a very popular one, the Baton 
death the baton death uh, march yeah yes and they do a uh, they do a um, marathon in San- in New Mexico on the white white sands missile base oh. and they the thing about it now is that people want to run it because they still have survivors from baton who welcome you and they they're at the finish line when you're done but they're aging very oh. fast yeah, so there's only the, there's only a few left so Building a marathon around the Baton Death March, that sounds borderline offensive. <laughs> well, it, and it's a very tough run because a lot of it's in the sand. And it, gotcha. it's, Gosh. but I did it. You run and you ran, you run with a lot of military units and they carry, um, if you were doing it as a military personnel, you have to carry certain weights of gear wow. in order to, uh, so they run with their units and some of them are carrying 30 pounds up to, I think they carry from 30 up to 50 pounds. Holy cow. Wow. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it, it, it's tough. The civilians don't have to do that, but you can elect to do that if you'd like to. Personally, I have enough trouble carrying myself. Never yeah. mind. You know, carrying a water bottle is like sometimes too much weight. So, gosh, the, the wow. physical feats that people do are yeah. just yeah. amazing. Yeah. They're just kind of breathtaking. It's amazing. I can't help but uh, I saw not too long ago that you were posting about the Peloton tread whenever it came out, and you said you would you would run here and there, and I couldn't help but laugh when I saw that. <laughs> that really, really cracked me up. <laughs> I'm excited about that. I bet. Yeah, you'd be able to just run downstairs to to do that too. So that'll be great. You'll be able to get well, back I, to running I, I if you want. Treadmill. And um, it's but it's aging. And okay. uh, when I when so, I saw it, I said, this is something through the winter. And I like the idea of the little circuit training that they're doing. Yes. Um, I think it's going to be a great thing. I do, too. So as a runner and somebody who already has a treadmill, like what's your take on this treadmill in comparison to the treadmills that are already on the market? Well, my take is that it it's at, certainly at cost wise, it's. I think some people are very shocked by the cost of it. Sure. But yeah. uh, to me, uh, and I've looked at commercial grade, if, you, if you're really going to use a treadmill, you want to, to have a pretty good treadmill. It's not so far out of line with what a good treadmill costs. And to have the classes, live classes and instructors and that kind of thing, I think it's really exciting. So to me, it doesn't uh, seem that yeah. different than how the bike seemed. You know, the bike no, seemed really no. expensive and and, and you yeah. could compare it with com- commercial grade. And, and it, I, you know, like, look, let's face it, if you're into if you're into road bikes and you want a nice road bike, it's, you know, yeah, that's pricey. that's kind of median price for yes. a nice road bike. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good way to look at it. Yeah. So I I think it's going to I think it's really exciting. I do. I can't wait. I can't I, wait. It's I've got my deposit down on it. Same here. My so husband came. She. My husband. I was I was in the kitchen in the morning, early in the morning putting my deposit on it, and I got a text from my husband. And he's like and the text was just OMG. <laughs> he was he was in the bedroom and they must have they sent an email. Oh, he got the receipt. Saying, yeah, he got the receipt. So he so so he comes out in the kitchen and like Uh-oh. like a scene out of Sanford and Son. He's like clutching his chest saying, I had to take a nitroglycerin. <laughs> I'm coming, Elizabeth. He's like, he's like, what are you crazy? 
<laughs> I thought you were saying he just saw the announcement, but like that's so that no. was his announcement was Tada, I bought one. No, she bought one. That's what I mean. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, like, that's the yeah. announcement. I, he saw. I, said, I said, oh, honey, I said, you know, it's just a, it's just a deposit to hold my right to have one. It's right, refund, you can cancel totally any refundable. T- exactly, you can yeah. cancel any time. <laughs> I mean, you won't, but. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know if you've noticed. There's this. There's a trend in Peloton that that if if people it, not only do we sell Pelotons, but we can sell any product out there. This community can sell any product <laughs> because yes. because if one person has it, everybody has to have it. I mean, so, that's how I got a Dyson dryer for for Christmas. That is true. <laughs> yeah. one? I, have I an did. I have, yes. I have it. Yep. 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 And I'm going to say this. I ordered the candle today. Did you? I did. I, I was, and I was like, how, you know, okay. And then I'm like, you know, grapefruit, that's, that, that sounds like it smells so good. <laughs> She's all in. I sheepishly raised my hand. I ordered the candle. <laughs> I'd be proud of it. And, and, and a while back I saw, um, I, I know it's been a little bit cause we had to do this interview twice. So I apologize for that, but, you know, a while back you had gotten your son who was staying at the group home. I don't, I don't know if he still is. But you yes, got he him. is. Okay, and, yes, he and is. you guys got him a bike. So tell, tell how, tell us about that. Well, he had he was home visiting and he liked the bike, and we thought it would be a great thing for the house to have. So uh, we bought a bike for the house, and um, kind of like he was riding it at first and he has not been riding it like past month so yeah. I'm, a little, I'm a little disappointed in that and, and I'm hoping that uh, he'll ride it and I, I kind of teased him this weekend about it because I'm like um, how, how I, you know I can keep track of your rides and I can see what you're doing and I'm like if, you know you don't, you're not riding that bike and and uh, he said that he really, he said he was just kind of in a funk and he needed to, uh, he needed to get back to it, but he really likes it. And the, I, the other people in the house, I think are using it. So that's, that's really exciting. Yeah. He's in just, recovery. So I think it's a, a good thing to establish a discipline and kind of a healthy, a healthy habit. Absolutely. If you will. Absolutely. Yeah, and, uh, can do a lot to chase away the chase away the blues. I know when I'm feeling uh, down or um, stressed, uh, one of the first things that I do is I head to my bike. It's it's, it's, a, it's amazing for that. It it definitely is. It's a it's a mood lifter, and it's like you said, having it right there in your house, it, it's a lot easier to go do that than gear up to go run outside when it's ten degrees outside or or you know, raining or whatever. It's it's exactly it's, it's good and, for that, you know. And the community and knowing knowing people that are on the rides and and people encouraging you and saying, Hey, you know, I'm gonna ride today at nine nine o'clock, meet me, you know, we'll ride together and you know, I, I rode tonight, um and there were so many of, of my friends, the group of women that I know were on the ride. And I'm just like, how cool was that just to see these people? And we'll talk it's about wonderful. it later. We'll support each other. Yeah. it's There's nothing better than having a bad day and seeing all your friends riding with you. It's yeah. really great. It's yeah. a good thing. 
I'm glad I'm glad that you were able to give that to your son. I think that's really cool. And I thought it was really heartwarming the way everybody reached out to you as well. And it was amazing. It was, it was amazing how many people wanted to offer to um, donate to the cause. And, and I think it's it would be great if people looked into the opportunities in their communities, in their own communities, to, to do something like this for something, because I think it's it's great. Absolutely. And it's a very good idea. Yeah. So um, do you have any other cool Peloton stories to share? My other cool Peloton story was um, I have I have done a couple of uh, road trips, road bikes uh, with the uh, Peloton group. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I did one. I did the five borough bike tour last year after it was the same weekend as the home rider invasion. So there were a few of us there. And we met up and we rode together and we had a blast and kind of the same people and more are doing it again this year. We just signed up the other day and I did the uh, ride for uh, Paige Davis. Um, she yeah. was supporting the uh, it was a hundred mile it was supposed to be a hundred mile ride. It didn't end up being that for me, but it was from uh, Pitts. It was from um, Philadelphia to Atlantic City, and That's a long I, way. I, and I did that with a Peloton team, and I had a blowout and a leg cramp at mile ninety. Oh, and um, the leg cramp was actually ended up sitting in an ambulance for quite a while they didn't want to let me because my leg was just seizing but the the bike tire was just shot and i was by the time i was able to get back on the road they didn't have somebody there to help me fix the bike it was just like i'm i'm done so oh, boo. yeah but that was it was an amazing amazing experience we had a lot of fun I bet. How yeah. long is the five boroughs? Like, how long does that that's, take? That's forty miles. So that didn't take us all that. Uh, that it's not. That's not a race. Um, neither one of these were really a race. But that that's kind of a slower kind of thing because there's so many cyclists. Sure. But I think we started at at about uh, seven fifteen in the morning, eight, and we were done by mm, a little past noon time. So was that on the Sunday? Yes. So yes. that was that the was why we almost didn't get to the airport. <laughs> we we were. Uh, I was clicking for me as I was like, "Wait, this is why we. You are why we almost missed our flight." I, uh, I can imagine because yeah. the, the, none of the Ubers were like, "Oh, we can't, we can't cut get across." To the other side. And so we we like had to grab our luggage and like hit the subway because the subway I guess went under and we could get we could cut across the race on the subway and so and then it i don't even know where we ended up somewhere in queen we didn't know what we were doing dotty it was a mess yeah. like we were it was not good we just you should know that it's happening again this year yeah i did yeah. see that i did so, i'm really glad you yeah. said that we haven't yeah. booked our flights though so i think we'll do it a little later in the day yeah because we yeah. were panicking we were <laughs> we were like because we were like oh we'll be getting to the airport like four hours early it'll be fine and we ended up getting there like an hour early yeah. or something like it was it, it was and like it was like we couldn't look more touristy if we tried. Yeah, like we're, we're on the subway with our luggage, and, and then we're running down the street. And I have no idea what part of town we were, but nobody around us spoke any English. And then we got um, we got stuck. The the there was finally an Uber driver that picked us up because it was taking forever. And then there was a a, a 
delivery truck stuck in the oh, middle of the street right. and he wouldn't uh, leave and everyone was like laying on their horn it was just like were you flying insanity. out of LaGuardia yes yeah yes LaGuardia has traffic issues now anyhow oh so that <laughs> yeah, yeah they're they've been working there with the uh, parking and and different issues and they they have congestion problems there anyhow never mind having 50,000 people on bicycles going through there <laughs> but the, i people. can imagine that must have been a horror it was yeah. a, little, a little stressful especially because it was really it was oh. our second time in new york so yeah. we were just like it was only our third time on the subway right <laughs> So we weren't really adept at it. Like a homeless guy was like, give me $5. I'll show you how to work the subway. Like, take my money. We're like, okay. Make it happen. Okay. Well, we're in. Whatever. It's only five bucks. I'll roll the dice. He helped. He did. He did he help. He did help. Yeah. Very nice man. And you're, ne- so. you're never quite sure. I, I always, in New York, you're never quite sure that somebody just won't mess with you. Yes. Right. Just, yeah. Yes. Totally. Just like they're tourists. Let's tell them how to, you know, and you end up out in Coney Island or something. Yeah. Right. <laughs> although I will say so far uh, with our limited New York experience, although the first time we were, we were in New York for a solid week, we did a whole week in New York. Yeah. And, uh, so it wasn't like we went for two days and came back. But we have we, not I, had that so, experience. Everyone's no, been wonderful. So many delightful people. It's really funny because like uh, just 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 a little Side note, when we went to, of all places, Oklahoma, it was terrible. Those people were mean. I've never been to such a mean city in my life. Yeah, Tulsa, (laughs) they were dicks. I got no desire to go back to Tulsa. very hilly, too. Oh, well, you you would know that. You probably ran a marathon there. (laughs) We we just watched a concert and and almost got in a fist fight. It was terrible. (laughs) It was brutal. At a Billy Joel concert. Like, it's not like we went to see Megadeth. Like, it's... Billy Joel, like how? Why are you being that's, so hateful at a Billy Joel concert? That's, that's insane. Bad. That's bad at yeah. a Billy Joel concert. Yeah, <laughs> we got way off topic. Sorry. We, that's what we do. That's what we do. I thought Tulsa was going to be so awesome because it was the Route 66 marathon. Oh, so that I, sounds so I, awesome! I had this historic Route 66. I'm going to be running on this historic thing. It's going to be so cool, and it was just like hill after hill after hill. <laughs> and we, I think, we crossed Route 66 on an intersection or something like that. It Are you kidding? Not, yeah, it was oh. really not on Route 66. There's and, another disappointing yeah. story about Tulsa. Yeah. yeah, I'm never going back to Tulsa. No yeah. desire. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'll be going back to Tulsa either. I don't blame you. So have uh, have you told people your leaderboard name yet, or <laughs> during all of this talk? Not, not this conversation. Not this conversation. No, not this. So, not this go. So what is your leaderboard name for the people it's who like to find you? Oh, what a great name. It is. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. I always yeah. see it, and I always say it in my yeah. head. You must get a lot of shout-outs with a name like that. Uh, you know, I do. I'm, I'm I'm blessed with that. It was given to me by a friend, and, and we always laugh because it could be, you could think about it as damn, comma, dotty. Like, damn, dotty, right? <laughs> like, or it could be damn dotty. <laughs> or I'm just gonna throw it out. It could be damn dotty. Damn. Right? It could be that. It was funny the first time I took a dentist at one of Dennis's class. He yeah. called me darn dotty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a Boy Scout. Yeah. <laughs> that was very sweet. 
Oh, yeah. He's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. I love the leaderboard names, though. People are so creative. They're amazing. <laughs> Absolutely, they are. So uh, do you have uh, any advice for people just uh, taking up the Peloton? Don't be afraid. Just jump in. I, I really read a lot about people being afraid to take live classes. Mm-hmm. And my my feeling is doesn't matter where you are in the leaderboard. Just just jump in. Doesn't matter whether you can keep up with the instructor's cues or just just get on there and pedal and and fall in love with just the excitement and and the um, the enthusiasm of the instructors and just ride. I think that's it, very good advice. And it all comes in time. You know, leave your ego at the door. <laughs> Absolutely. Just that's enjoy true for, it for so what, many things. Yeah, yeah. That's, that is true too. Yeah, yeah. I learned cool. that in running very quick. Yeah, so same with cycling. You know, you just just do what you can do. Enjoy. Absolutely. Well, thank yeah. you very much for for one taking the time to join us and for letting us redo this. Yes, thank oh. you so much. <laughs> well, I am really honored that you asked me to do it. So thank you so oh. much. We asked you twice. I, I know. I know. See, like, not, that should make you feel even, That should make you feel even better. Like if you're like, oh, should I? Did I? Did I do okay? Should I have done that? We had a technical issue, and we still circled back around and had you back well, on. And, so. I, and I've looked at your. I've looked at the people that you've had doing your podcasts, and I'm like, they're, they're all like really impressive, amazing people, and I'm like, and they want me. Wow! <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, you ran a marathon in every freaking state. <laughs> That's amazing. I always think it's funny how how so many people that are on the show tell us they're like, "There's so many other awesome people that have been on here. What have I done?" And it's like they and they all have these great yeah. stories. Yeah. And it's like, but everybody's perception is like. Is like well, but that's I mean I did that, so it couldn't have been that hard. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's I think, true. You know, if I could do true. it, anybody could do it, right? Right. Yeah. And and no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thing. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, before we go, is there uh, if people want to find you, if you want them to find you, is there a place that they can do that at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, that sort of thing that you would like to? plug um not you know i'm on facebook um <laughs> uh dotty hopper luparello and uh, i'm there i'm always like to follow new people and um like to give encouragement and i'm on the i'm on the official page and i'm i'm, I'm pretty i'm pretty visible so okay awesome well that's how people can find you if they'd yep, like to yep. track you down Absolutely Cool well thanks once again For uh, taking time out of your day To join us We really appreciate it Thank you Thank you both You do a great job Thanks Dottie Okay Here's today's recipe for success A Dottie inspired recipe? Yes we have one Although Here's the thing I apparently Her whole interview experience Has not been the most smooth (laughs) That's true Um, Poor woman (laughs) And uh, I apparently did not ask for one Than I usually do (laughs) So um, she is sending one I was just messaging with her uh, But I don't have it today So I am going to put it up on the website Theclipout.com It will be there But I don't have it to read to you Right the second Gotcha We will have one (laughs) It will be up on Theclipout.com And on our Facebook page At facebook.com Slash theclipout Yes So who pray tell 
will we be speaking with next week? We are speaking with Casey Deneau. You might remember a few weeks ago, we talked about uh, the FabFit40 group. And there was like they had a different way to follow people. And it was it was really interesting. Got all crazy. Yeah. So so she is joining us. We're going to awesome. we're going to hear all about the group. We're going to hear about how she got into Peloton. It's going to be an awesome story. Great. Well, we have that to look forward to. We do. So I guess that's it for this episode. But before we uh, ride off into the sunset, well, you, you'll you ride, I'll waddle. Um, <laughs> you should tell them where to find you. You can find me at facebook.com slash crystal D O'Keefe. You can find me on Twitter or Instagram at clipoutcrystal. And you can find me on the bike at clipoutcrystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. And you can find the show on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Clip Out. You can also join the Clip Out group, which means things will show up in your feed a bit more readily. Everybody's worried about what will and won't show up in their feed. If you want to make sure we're always in your feed, join the Clip Out group. That's yes. the easiest way to do that. So, And you can always swing by our webpage at theclipout.com. So that's it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep peddling. Clip in, set yourself free.